Maybe I should have killed four or five hundred people, then I would have felt better. If it was a horrendous crime, why didn't I shoot them between the eyes, cut their penis off? People say Ted Bundy didn't show any emotion. There must be something in there. Uh, he was saving body parts such as uh, skulls and uh, skeletons. Hey, welcome back to this week's episode of Murdery. Alyssa is going to give us the information and tell us a little story about the Maddie Clifton case. Awesome. Thank you, Taylor. Um, So Maddie Clifton is one that I feel like if you're doing a true crime podcast, it's a must cover. You know, we need to talk about it. The killer in this case is not Maddie Clifton. Maddie Clifton is actually the name of the victim. And I know that we normally say the killer's name when we first start talking and we talk a lot about the killer. Um, But this case is just so sad to me. I wanted to make, I wanted everyone to know this is the Maddie Clifton case. Um, The murderer is Joshua Phillips. Um, It was really hard while I was researching to find information just about Maddie. Um, this, This is sad to me because a lot of times I feel like the killer overshadows the victim and that's definitely the case here. Um, So in 1998, some of the stuff I did find out about her, uh, she was an eight-year-old girl living in Jacksonville, Florida. Maddie's mother has described her as a little girl and a tomboy. She was comfortable doing ballet, and she was comfortable playing basketball. She was just an all-around really fun kid, tough as nails, um, awesome little girl. So on Tuesday, November 3rd, 1998, around 5.15 p.m., Maddie was playing outside and decided to go over to her neighbor Josh's house he is 14 years old, to see if he wanted to play with her. Josh and Maddie were friends, so I thought that was kind of a weird age difference. I can't imagine my 14-year-old playing with an 8-year-old. But, I mean, they had played before. They're playing outside. They're doing things like sports and stuff like that. So And it's hard. Like, I mean, I, I don't see it as weird because I had, like, our neighbors across the street, they were and all a little had, bit yeah, older. I had that, too, where it's like the neighborhood kids, if you're all outside, you all yeah, play. Yeah, and I, so grant, like, I had older siblings and, yeah. and stuff, but it wasn't super weird. Like, I don't think I ever went into their house by myself without, But if you like, guys were all playing... But, yeah, we would, yeah. like, go out and play kickball and things like that. Yeah, okay, so I guess it's not as weird as I thought it was at first. Um, so Maddie comes over, asks Josh to play, and he says that he can't play because he has too many chores to do. He's got to finish it before his parents get home. Josh's parents sound pretty strict. He had a lot of, of rules that his parents had set for him, and one of the rules was doing a lot of chores when he got home from school. There, He had a list of 20-some-odd things that he would have to do every day, and this is because his parents felt like if he's occupied, he's not getting into trouble, right? Okay. They wanted to keep him busy. They didn't want him getting into shenanigans. Like so, apparently. but his parents weren't home. Yeah, so they worked, and they would arrive home usually right around five thirty p.m. Okay. So he had from the time he got out of school until around five thirty to get the little list of things done: clean the birdcage, feed the dog, take out the trash, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, for me, unless I am like standing over my child. Those chores aren't getting done. Yeah, that sounds like a really awesome thing. How do I get my kids to do that? My daughter, I just have to brag for five seconds because she will clean the whole house like while I'm gone. Like I'll come home and even my bedroom is like vacuumed and my bed's made and it's like wonderful. I don't even vacuum unless I'm told. But yeah, well, that's (laughs) someone else's job. I've assigned it away. But like my oldest, no, it is like 
I'm like, but we do this every day after school. We, you do your job, which is like vacuum and take out the like garbage. Like we literally have a checklist of things yeah. our child has to do. Like every like, day. Like, okay, come home, get out of your school clothes because he wears a uniform to school. Yeah. Uh, do your homework. Why do they and look then at do us? The one chore. One. Why do they look one at chore. us like? Are you just making this up right now, mom? Like you have this, a Bro. different chore every day. Bro, you've been. My kids do the same job every single day. It's not confusing. No list is needed. Vacuum the goddamn carpet, please, before I get I'm home. like, just go pick up the dog poop in the backyard. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, back to the story. So he's doing all of these chores. He tells Maddie that he cannot play. So Maddie persists, and Josh finally tells her, you know what, that's fine. Um, he says, yeah, I can play for a few minutes. Now, before Maddie came over, Josh had taken a break and was watching for 40 minutes. It was... It was found on the computer through like checking his history and stuff like that for the 40 minutes before Maddie came over Josh had taken a break and he was watching violent pornography on the computer so that's what he was doing for almost an hour just previous to Maddie coming over and wanting to play so if he's watching that for 45 minutes he this is not his this first is not time. your first rodeo Joshua and he's already at a very impressionable age yeah yes absolutely so anyway, he goes outside to finish do, raking the leaves or whatever the hell he was doing. And Maddie, you know, is persisting. She really wants to play. So he says, you know what? I'm going to take a break. I'll play with you just for a few minutes. And then, you know, I got to get finished before you my gotta parents go. get home. You got to go, Maddie. So um, it seems like his dad was actually like really pretty strict on him. He did. He was said to have a very uh, strong temper. I don't know if that's how you say it. He had a temper. Um, Josh was scared of his dad. His dad was a really big guy. He was like six and a half feet tall. Um, once when Josh's parents were in a fight, he even saw his dad like punch a hole through the sheetrock, like in the wall, which is like, it's not that hard to do, but my brother did that when he got mad at me when, like right after I'd graduated, mm, I don't know how to graduate from high school. I don't remember, but he did that and broke his hand. Yeah. So I didn't feel bad. I, yeah, I wouldn't feel bad either. That's silly. <laughs> so anyway, like he had, this is just like this, the temper that his dad has. Um, so Maddie and Josh decide to play baseball. They didn't have a lot of room. So this put them really close together while they were like pitching and hitting the ball to each other. Um, towards the end of the game, Josh decides he's going to hit the ball as hard as he can. So he hits the ball super hard. It flies directly at Maddie's head and it hits her above her left eye so hard that she had a pretty good-sized gash above her left eye. Um, I, if you've ever seen a head wound, you know that they bleed quite a bit. So sometimes they look worse than they actually are just mm -hmm. because they're bleeding so much. So this causes Josh to absolutely panic. Maddie is now on the ground crying, wailing from the pain. Her head wound is pouring blood. Josh realizes he is going to get in trouble when his dad comes home because not only does he have a friend over when he's not supposed to, he was never allowed to have friends over or be playing outside with friends while his parents were gone. So not only has he broken that rule, but he his friend who's there is now hurt very badly. So Josh forces Maddie into the house and into his bedroom where he tries to calm her down. And basically she's just crying and he can't get her to calm down. He can't get her to be quiet. Um, Josh's dad was coming home any minute. Remember, Maddie came over at like 5.15. His parents are supposed to be home 
around 5.30ish. They did not play baseball for very long if this is all happening in this mm-hmm. amount of time. So um, Maddie is not stopping. She's crying. She's crying. Josh is panicked. He can't let her go home, and he can't let his dad see what he's done. He doesn't want to get in trouble. So he gets the baseball bat, and Josh um, hits Maddie in the head three times overhand. Not just like one-handed, over his head, overhand with the wooden baseball bat. And once she she was unconscious or not moving or whatever, um, he's got to figure out a place to put her. Now, Josh has a waterbed. This is in, remember, this is like 1998. So waterbeds are still like a thing. My so, sister had a waterbed. Yeah, I've heard they're just like a bitch to deal with all the time. Yeah, and they're... They leak and... I, I don't think we ever had problems with it leaking, but I remember if you got into, like, got too close to the side, you weren't getting out. <laughs> yeah, or you would just, like, sink in between the waterbed and the frame, and you'd be stuck there. And- when I was pregnant, though, I slept on a waterbed one time, and that was kind of, like, the best sleep I had ever had, because it kind of oh, just, like, formed to my body. To your body, yeah. That was nice. Pregnant sleep is that, no good. Getting out of it was really hard. <laughs> yeah, you, you would definitely need assistance. Um, so anyway, Josh has a waterbed. So the waterbed has like paneling around the bottom of it. Um, and if you peel the paneling back, there's like an open space there. Mm-hmm. So Josh peels the paneling on the one side and he shoves Maddie under the waterbed into this paneling area. Um, Josh has time to shower before his dad comes home. And I don't know if he actually showered, but he cleaned himself up. Okay, so he he gets all cleaned up, and he can hear Maddie still under the waterbed making noise. So he decides to pull her out, and he gets a pocket knife, and he stabs her two times in her neck. He, He then puts her back under the waterbed. Some time goes by, and he can still hear... Maddie making noises. Now, this doesn't necessarily mean that she's still alive. You know, after you die, you, your body is it's still like, like getting all the air getting out. Getting all the air out and you're going to be making noises and stuff like that. So she, she already could she have been gone. dead. And the medical examiner did say that she could have died just from the head wounds that were caused from the baseball bat. There is a ceiling fan in Josh's bedroom and that was, that had a fine mist of blood spatter on the ceiling fan. Which is, you know, if he had hit her a couple times, she's already bloody from baseball. And so she's really having, yes, exactly. So um, he could still hear her, her making noises under there after he had stabbed her in the neck. So he pulls her out for a second time and he proceeds to stab her. I believe it's eight more times. I'm trying to find my place right here. I'm sorry. Nine more times in the chest. Now, there were no stab marks on the little T-shirt that Maddie had been wearing, which indicates that the shirt was pulled up while he was stabbing her. Um, he said he then used his feet to shove her back under under the bed into the paneling area. Um, at about 5.40, Josh's dad comes home, and Josh basically carries on like nothing has happened. He's cleaned up, he's hidden Maddie, and he's just going to carry on with his day like nothing has happened. This this is all happening in a really quick period of time. So once again, 5.15, she comes over. By 5.40, Josh's dad is home. Maddie's mom is arriving 
Maddie's mom comes over to their house. She knocks on the door at about six o'clock when Maddie didn't come in for dinner. Um, when, when Maddie's mom asked the dad if they knew where Maddie was, he, he got Josh and he had Josh go help the family look for Maddie outside. So not only do you freaking know exactly what happened to Maddie, you are the asshole that is walking around pretending like you're helping and you're searching for her. Um, so obviously they don't find her. And Maddie's family would search for seven days before they had any answers. Maddie's older sister, Jessie, would describe it like waking up in a nightmare every morning that they, excuse me, that they didn't know where her sister was because it's like reliving it every day. As soon as she woke up, she realized Maddie is gone and they don't know where she is. Her mom said it was like Maddie went out the door and she vanished and she was never seen again. Um, like I said, Josh continued life as normal, watching porn and sleeping in the bed that was hiding Maddie's lifeless body underneath. Like seven days? Seven that, days. That room has to stink. Yes. That is my next topic here. So seven days later, on the morning of November 10th, Josh gets up, gets ready, and goes to school like the little dick shit that he is. And his mom is like, bro, I'm going to clean your freaking room while you're gone. It stinks so bad in there. It's starting to smell really bad. They, I, From what I understand, they did have a dog. And I know that Josh had birds that he kept in his bedroom. So that could have contributed to the smell. But, but there's a strong difference between bird poop and dead body. And death. Yeah. And I have a 16-year-old son. And his room smells like ass. But again, a diff- there's a big difference between farts and a dead person. So like when I go in their room, I like crack the goddamn window and it airs out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It just airs out and then the ass smell is gone and we can move on with our lives. But if so I put a, um, what is that, a diffuser in my child's room? Oh, yeah. See, just soaks up all that ass smell so you don't have to deal their laundry, dear God. Oh, if you have the chance to have teenagers, just go ahead and skip it if you can. Um, or teach them how to do their own laundry. Yeah, I, di- I teach them how to do their own laundry, yes. Yeah. Yep. I don't want to talk about my kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, but I was thinking a lot about this case, just comparing it to my own teenagers. My daughter is Josh's age. At the time of the crime, right She's now. She's really that old She's already? She's 14 years old. Oh, I hate Today, that. Today, I found out she wears the same size jeans as me. She told me she's fat now. No. Bitch, we wear the same size. That's mean. How? I can't. Did that happen? I can't talk I about mean, it. I mean, I guess. I can't talk about it. I can't. <laughs> Does that mean we've known each other for 10 years? For a long time. Oh, man. I know. I was talking to my other child today about how I know you, and I just, I was like, oh, my gosh, we like, we're in college together. Anyway, okay, can we keep bantering during this one. We're going to have to delete. Unfollow. (laughs) Okay. Um, Let me find my place again. So in thinking about this case as I was researching it, I'm like, I'm in my kids' rooms multiple times a day like Mm -hmm. in and out all the time if i see like food or garbage or whatever on the floor i'm like go ahead and pick that up they don't always do it when i tell them to but i like am half afraid to look under my child's bed but also like 
I look under there because I don't want something to grow under there. Yeah, and it, and my thought too is like if you have a kid that has 20 some odd jobs when he comes home from school every day, clean your fucking room, Josh, you freaking garbage ass. So anyway, okay, so she goes into the bedroom and it stinks really bad. Um, she looks at the floor and she sees a small wet area on the carpet near the waterbed and she immediately assumes that the waterbed is leaking, which... As I said, I've heard can be like a total bitch to deal with it when it's when yeah, it's Yeah, I don't really know why. You think about that like it's not your bedrooms. I mean, my bedroom, my master bedroom is upstairs. Say we had a water bed. Like, what if do that, you do? Where, if where, that starts leaking or if it busts. Where do you put the water when you have to drain it? So you have to like drain them every once in a while. I would assume so. Because water gets that like funky. Like, well, and how do you fill it? And then how do you drain it? Where is the hose coming from there? Anyway, okay, this is, maybe this I, is another digress. podcast. Anyways. Okay, um, so she she gets closer and she notices that there's an area of the bed frame that's covered with tape. So she assumes that Josh is probably trying to fix the leak himself to avoid getting in trouble from his crazy dad. Um, so she she like peels back the tape and the wood a little bit to see what she can see under the bed, thinking like maybe Water. the leak is worse under there. Let's figure out where the leak is coming from. Um, it's dark enough under there that she cannot see anything. So she has to go get a flashlight. And when she comes back, she looks into the space with a flashlight and she immediately sees like a sock sticking out. When she reaches out to touch the sock, she's horrified. She feels something cold. She immediately knows that it's Maddie's body. Um, at this time, police were surveilling Maddie's house because they didn't know who the killer was. Everybody was worried for Maddie's or sister, Jessica. Not necessarily that she was even dead at this point. Yes, exactly. So at this point, nobody has any information. Nobody knew that she was dead. So they also don't know, is someone going to try to take Maddie's sister? Mm-hmm. So they're being extremely cautious, and they've got a police officer who's watching the house. So Josh's mom is able to run outside and approach an officer within, I mean, a minute of finding what Mm -hmm. she thinks is Maddie's body. So she gets this officer to come inside and she's so horrified by the situation that she cannot even go back into the bedroom with them. She just stayed in the hall and said, you know, she directed the officers where to look, look under the bed. Um, Officers see that it's Maddie's body. So of course the, now it's time to go pick up Josh. He's at school. So they go get him from school, and he's taken in for questioning. Um, during the questioning, his parents are present. He's a minor, so he's allowed to have his parents there. And Josh's dad encouraged him to tell the truth. Josh ends up making a full confession to the police. And I, I was actually surprised that Josh's dad said that to him because in some of my research, I read that Josh's dad... At one point, Josh's dad stated this never would have happened if Maddie would have listened to Josh when he first said that he couldn't play. Yeah, you don't victim blame. And what the actual fuck are you talking about, sir? She's an eight-year-old girl that wants to play baseball. Like, be careful. If Josh says no, he's going to kill you if you play with him. Give me a break. Like, you're dumb. Anyway, so... um. The evidence that was found in Josh's bedroom. Um, hang, let me come back to that, actually. No, yeah, I want to talk about the evidence. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm getting so excited, and I'm having to jump around on my computer. Um, okay, so in Josh's room, he had, like, a bunch of air fresheners. He had some incense and stuff like that. because He's trying to cover up So he obviously knows it stinks. He knows it stinks. You're not 
stupid. You're not a child that's... Well, it's like, what are you going to do at this point? Yeah, I, I mean, I just would... First of all, if one of our kids ever did this, they would go get an adult immediately as soon as Maddie got hurt in the yard. There would never be anything further than that. But for you to go further and know that, like, okay, now I'm going to have to block the smell. Now I'm going to have to hide these other things and clean up Mm -hmm. and do all this stuff. You know what you're doing. You absolutely know what you're doing. So he tries hiding it with air fresheners and incense. There was a knife that was found um, that was thrown behind the TV. Uh, The baseball bat, the wooden baseball bat was found behind his dresser. There were shoes that were stained with Maddie's blood and a missing persons flyer hanging up in his bedroom. The missing persons flyer that Maddie's parents had made for her and like hung around the neighborhood. He took one and put it in his freaking closet so he could look at it when he wanted to. Because he's a he's probably doing trash bag. Yeah. So um, during the investigation, it would come out that Josh had some sort of like lesions or something on the front of his brain. I don't care enough about Josh to look like super far into that, but it, I don't believe that it was introduced in the into the trial because the doctor like would not travel. The doctor that said they were there like wouldn't travel for the case, so he he wouldn't testify. So he, ha- so they're saying like he had some some, some issues some on the issues his on his frontal lobe, lobe that were supposedly contributors to his. I know that like there's been science and stuff done like that. Even like Chris knew somebody who had gotten in a car accident and damaged their frontal lobe. Yeah, and absolutely. had no filter, no yes, conscience anymore. That is a thing. He like knew things were right or wrong, but. But you have no filter. But you but don't you care still that know. they're right or wrong. Yeah, oh, yes, okay, okay. So there was a couple more um, pieces of evidence that I wanted to talk about. Um, when Maddie was removed from underneath the bed, um, she was naked from the waist down. And Josh tried to say that her shorts and her underwear came off when he was forcing her to come like into the house and into his bedroom. But how does that happen? That's what I'm saying. Like, it's possible to take off shorts and underwear when you're wearing tennis shoes. But I have to, like, sit down and it's like a hassle. You know what I mean? I'm not sure that I do that regularly. I'm trying to think of a situation where I would need to. Not with my shoes still on anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe if you're, like, camping and tossing your bathing suit on. I don't freaking know. But it's not like he's going to drag her inside and they're just going to come off over her shoes. So he said her shoes came off after the second time he pulled her out. So after he stabbed her in the chest and then shoved her back in again, that's when her shoes came off. But her shoes were found in further than she was, like kind of above her head, I guess, like Mm -hmm. if you're laying on the ground. So if they came off as he was shoving her in, how did they get all the way back by her head? You know what I mean? Maybe the water moved them. Maybe the water moved them. Doubtful. I doubt it. Maybe, I don't know what happened. Okay, so, and then again, the t-shirt where there was no no stab marks in the t-shirt, um, the blood spatter on the fan, the, the weapons that were found. Um, so in the end, Josh was found guilty of first-degree murder. He was 15 at the time of his trial, and he was sentenced to life in prison. There was a law later passed uh, that would state that you cannot sentence a person to life in prison if they're a minor at the time of the crime. So Josh would get a resentencing hearing, but because Josh is a giant douchebag, 
the judge would again sentence him to life in prison. His case is eligible for review in 2023, but that doesn't mean yeah, anything's going to change. That's, they review kids' cases every... Every, like, 25 years or whatever, so I think that's when that time is up. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. Maybe. I, think, I don't know if it's every 25 years, but I think it's, like, a shorter amount of time they re-review it. Yeah, and so, look at where, so he'll know? get a review again, and we'll see what happens, but I hope you stay in prison because that's where you belong. You're a horrible garbage person. Yeah. So that is the story of Maddie Clifton. Freaking murderers. Murderers. All right. Thanks for joining us, and we hope you listen again next week. Thanks Bye. for listening to Murdery. Murdery.